What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Dusty Smith Show. I'm your host, handsome, humble Dusty Smith. We've got a decent show for you guys tonight. Thank you for joining me. Good God, I have had a shit week, folks. Like, man, I can't even get into it because, like, uh, it involves somebody else and I'd have to bring their personal information into it. But I will uh, say this. I had to call the cops. And if you guys know me at all, the last thing in the world I want to do is call the cops. Like, it's like, the, just the, the final straw has to be broken before I'm going to fucking call the cops, right? I don't have anything to do with them whatsoever, but, like, situations arose, and I had to call the cops uh, to come help me out with the situation, and uh, I just got to be completely honest about it. Um, they were really nice. They were really nice to me. They were extremely respectful. They were helpful. Didn't say an unkind word to me. Didn't look at me crossly in any way. Um, and so I was thinking about it. You know, I've been thinking about why do I have such good experiences with the police? And I think a lot of it, like I've said before, I think a lot of it is about my white privilege. I think they see uh, an older white guy, nice looking white guy, um, and they just treat me better. Because they're less threatened by me. But also, one of the things I think it is also, is my privilege has given me experience that gives me a confidence and a calmness to respond and talk to the police in a way that I wouldn't have if I would have had such a history of white privilege. So I know I stay extremely calm. I know how to talk to them like uh, forcefully but respectfully. I know how to get their respect, you know. And I think it all kind of blends together to... Uh, Make sure I had those experiences. But, you know, I do have to say they were nice. They did help me out. Fuck the cops. All cops are bastards, definitely. But, you know, I just got to be honest. That's what happened. And it was a shitty week. Still working through it, folks. Still working through it. It's bad. It's bad. I can't tell you, but it's bad. But anyway, I will survive. I will survive. We're going to work it out. You know, everything is temporary. This too shall pass. So as always, if you guys want to help out the show, please consider supporting me on Patreon. Patreon.com, French Last Podcast. There's a link in the description of the video to my uh, patron. Dollar to a month, whatever you guys can afford. It all adds up. We do a lot of good work here at my animal sanctuary. So please consider supporting the show. If you like the art, please support it so it doesn't disappear. Appreciate that. Also, Super Chats, you guys know how it works. A little dollar sign down here. Click on it. Donate whatever you want to. The more you donate, serious, I'll take your question. And uh, you can buy my love in the Super Chats. I read every single one of them on the show. And uh, Asher Scott, $2, says, I finally became a member. Pay my dusted dues. Thank you very much. If you guys don't know, uh, you can become a, uh, is this it? No, somewhere. Somewhere uh, somewhere around here, you can uh, become a member. I don't know where the fuck the member is on here. But you get these... Uh, Emojicons you can spam the fucking chat with. You get this little cool trans pride fist next to your name for, for one. But then you get a whole bunch of uh, custom Emojicons. You can spam the chat with things like uh, ACAB and uh, Logic and Fuck Your God and all kinds of shit like that. So it's $2.99 a month. If you want to become a desk buddy, please do. And thank you, Asher Scott. Welcome. And Mikey Savage, 499. What's up, Dusty? What's up, Mikey Savage? Long time no super chat. Been dealing with personal stuff. I know. Tell me about it. Right? Did you hear Walmart put guns back on store shelves? I did not hear that. I heard that they took them off the store shelves. That was a very quick turnaround. Imagine my shock. Oh, my God, Walmart. Who would have ever seen that coming? Thank you for the heads up. Ariel Fernandez, $2. Mr. Smith. Who was uh, Jose Figueres Ferra? Oh, I already know this. Obviously, I know. So, But I'm going to Google it anyway, just in case you guys don't know. Apparently, uh... I mean, of course, I already know he was served as a president of Costa Rica on three occasions in 1948, uh, 1953, and 1970. So, easy question. Easy question. Got to come up with something harder than that to stump Dusty. 
I know all about my Costa Rican presidents. Obviously, that's what they teach me in Mississippi. Beast Nation doesn't mind five dollars. I'm kind of down today. Yeah, I know, right? But to find out you were doing a show today just made me feel happy. Well, you oughta. This is the greatest show. Here's some love, brother. I appreciate it. YouTube is not receiving enough video to maintain a smooth streaming. As such, viewers will experience buffering problems. All right. I don't know what the fuck the problem is, but fuck you, YouTube. Work that shit out. Good to see you, B-Station. Thanks a lot. And Daddy Nerd gave me $9.99. Thank you, Daddy Nerd Nick. You rock, man. Appreciate that. Mm, rock me, Daddy Nerd. Rock me, Daddy Nerd. What's my hair doing? I don't know. I didn't have time to take a shower. It's all falling apart, folks. It's all falling apart. But it's fine. It's fine. We'll all get through it together. We're a family. We are family. All of my cultists and me. That's what you guys got to say in the chat. Um, pigs. Pigs. Yep. Pigs in a blanket. From my blanket. That's the honest question. Would you watch GLP Gay Sex Taste if it came out? Um, Probably. Just to be able to report on it. I doubt I would masturbate to it much. Like three or four times max. But that's it. Rogan is such a dog log. Yep, spreading that misinformation about vaccines during a pandemic. It's completely irresponsible. Somebody was defending him on my uh, Facebook. Nope. Fuck that. Can't defend that motherfucker to me on this shit. Not gonna have it. Hey, everybody. Hey, Bob Hawk. How you doing? Beast Nation. Good to you. Uh, hi, Bob. Do your job, YouTube. I know. You have one job, YouTube. I hope it's not lagging for you guys. I hope it's okay. I don't know. It's all going to shit. It's fine. Um, what did you gotta say? Just out of curiosity, what is your heritage? I have no idea. I'm a fucking mud. I'm American. I don't have no heritage. I'm just a bunch of hodgepodge of fucking everything. Everybody fucking everybody in America. I never bothered to look. Don't give a shit. But I'm gonna say I'm 20% black, just because I think that sounds cool. And 10% Mexican, so. Uh, Alright. Let's go ahead and start the show. God, a decent show for you guys tonight. Gonna start out with some Chud Watch. Everybody's favorite goddamn segment. So let me load up the graphics that I paid thousands of dollars for. Because you know what? Chud Watch. It's time for Chud Watch. We talk about Chuds and make fun of them. Yeah, we do. And uh, first off on the Chud Watch, did you see it? Did you see Temple versus Vosh? I guess Vosh flew out to Temple's uh, little beanie bunker and uh, had an interview with him. And uh, I just want to be honest, folks. I'm not into the debate bro stuff. I got to say, I'm just not like, but lots of people are. And that's totally cool. Like, I don't like horror movies. That's just not my thing. I am not the target demographic for horror movies. But people love it. And it's cool. I don't like K-pop. But people love that shit. They get so much enjoyment out of K-pop. And, like, I'm glad it exists for people to enjoy who enjoy that. I really am. And I feel the same way about debate broing. Lots of people enjoy it. Lots of people love it. It's just not for me. I think it's dull. But anyway, and this is sort of the same to me. It was just kind of dull. But it went exactly like you would expect. Temple got completely fucking destroyed by Vosh because he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. And as always, Vosh is well-spoken and well-researched and it just was a murder. So I just thought I'd show you a minute and 22. Here's the crazy part. Vosh specifically said, before he even flew out to Temple's Benny Baby compound, um, I'm going to ask you about critical race theory. I'm going to ask you the definition of it. Prepare yourself ahead of time. And uh, spoiler alert, Temple did not prepare himself ahead of time. So here's Vosh asking him, even though he is warned, what critical race theory is, and here is him flopping all over the goddamn place. Critical race theory is neo-segregationist. It's, it's, it's Can you describe to me what critical race theory is? So, 
in layman's terms, no, that's the I'm not, I don't have the academic def definition up, uh, pulled, pulled up for you, but specifically like uh, privilege plus power, whiteness, minorities, white uh, <laughs> traits of whiteness would be specifically like hard work, scheduling. Whiteness. I'll tell you, I'll, t I'll tell you this, the tenets of critical race theory, though I've definitely no, done segments on the overt <sighs> academic definition of it. I don't have it pulled up. But when they put out a, a list that says whiteness, uh, they, they say things like down with whiteness. Um, traits of whiteness include schedules, hard work, planning for the future, 2.5 kids, and all of those things. You're just listing the one Smithsonian Museum pamphlet that was passed out and largely criticized. Critical race by, theory. Criticized by who? It was, it was in the Smithsonian for decades. By ever, that specific pamphlet, no, it was not. This pamphlet you're referring to right now, I know because I covered on my stream and made fun of it as well. Uh, no, it was made specifically, probably some new in student or somebody who was in their 20s made it. It got taken away almost immediately afterwards following bad reception. To pretend that this is indicative of an entire academic theory is very silly. I, I learned critical race theory in sociology. That was my major. It's very, very simple. Critical race theory is just the racialized element of critical theory. That is to say, you analyze racial relations based on distinctive power relationships between different groups. Yeah, what he said seems very simple to me. At least I could fucking Wikipedia it and like uh, memorize the basic definition if I knew I was going to be asked about it. But he didn't and uh, got destroyed. But here's the, the reason I don't really care for this debate, bro, stuff is because it doesn't solve anything. Like I was watching the chat and... Uh, Temple's fans thought that he destroyed Vosh. Vosh's fans thought that he destroyed Temple. Just people talking past each other. So, you know, it'll make Temple more popular and it'll make Vosh both more popular. So I guess that's the point is to make them both more popular. But whether anything was actually solved, I, I don't know. But like I said, Vosh completely destroyed him. It wasn't even goddamn close. So if that seems interesting to you, you can check that out. It's on uh, Temple's channel. It's on Voss's channel. They had like 50,000 plus people watching it live, streaming on just one channel. Probably 100,000 total or something like that. So crazy numbers they did for that. And then uh, after the show, somebody asked Vosh uh, why he doesn't do a collab with me. And uh, if anybody's watched this show, you know that I'm mostly like... When I'm asked about Vosh, I say, I think he's doing a good job. I think he's a smart guy. He's well-reserved. He, he speaks well. Um, and he's educating a group of people that I don't really have the patience for because I'm just too old and grizzled at this point in my life. It's not all of his audience, but a lot of it to me, some of them are like the same kind of people that were like drunken peasants fans that I didn't want to be associated with. And now they jumped over to the next big thing, the next popular thing, which is, you know, socialism or the left or whatever. But they brought their edgy just to be edgy mentality with me with them and i just find that cringe a lot of it so i don't really want to deal with those people but Vosh does a great job somebody needs to educate these people and if i don't have the patience to do it i'm glad that somebody out there does have the patience to do it and that's usually what i what i say now have i criticized Vosh? yes yes i have like when uh he was telling jokes about how he thinks trans people should all be exterminated the trans question yeah i was like uh, okay I don't want to be associated with that because that's cringe as fuck. That's just edgy to be edgy, you know, uh, when he was hugging up on Jesse Lee Peterson and wearing Jesse Lee Peterson's autographed merchandise and advertising for him. I was like, OK, well, to me, like that's like wearing David Duke's autographed merchandise and hugging up against David Duke and helping them sell merchandise. To me, that's like, OK, like, nah, that's not it, you know, but it's just criticism, right? It's just basic criticism for the most part, doing a good job, but like. I will criticize you when I think you need to be criticized, and I think you should criticize me when I need to be criticized, because that's how that works. And uh, while we're shitting on Temple, 
course, he's out there <laughs> lying his ass out. Ballot boxes are being burned intentionally. Democrats have compromised our alleged our elections. I showed you guys this in the last show. It was some guy who was mentally ill. No evidence whatsoever he was a Democrat. In fact, he talked about Trump in some of his tweets. I showed you guys this. But it's clear that he was incredibly mentally ill. He's this homeless guy living in a homeless shelter, and yet he burned some ballots. So, of course, Tim Pool got to lie about it. Blame the left. Oh, there really is voter fraud. You lying fuck. And, of course, prepare to be shocked, folks, to the very core of your being. For the first time in my life, I voted for a Republican president, says Tim Pool. Congress and Senate Senate left identitarianism and critical theory was the catalyst for me. You don't even know what critical theory is, motherfucker. You don't prove it. The Democrats have refused to put an end to it. In fact, they've embraced it. Yeah, we've embraced critical race theory because it's fact. Yeah, it's observable, like a evolution and shit. So yeah, you know, we accept that as reality, I guess. But nobody's surprised by Beanie Baby Temple shilling for Trump like he always do, pretending like, oh my god. I just now decided to start doing this. Did you guys see Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan platforming Alex Jones. Who cares if Alex Jones is lying about dead children and his fan base are harassing the parents who are suffering beyond measure? Who cares if he literally is a con man who spends his life spreading disinformation? And this guy, uh, Tim something or another, he's a comedian. Look how look how edgy. Free Gislaine. Yeah, I'm so edgy. Yeah, free, free the pedophile sex trafficker. Look at me. Look how edgy I am. It's just ah, so cringed. Edginess for the sake of edginess is so played out in 2020. Now, yes, if your edginess is tied to something beyond just the fact that you're trying to be edgy, okay, cool. You can be edgy and funny at the same time. A lot of people are. It just has to have something attached to it beyond just the need to fucking feel like you're just an edgy little 12-year-old kid. Anyway, so yeah, he had uh, Alex Jones on. and let Alex Jones spread all kinds of deformation. Let him shit on wearing masks, which, yes, on the number one podcast in the world will lead to people probably getting sick and dying. He let him uh, shit on global warming. Uh, probably the worst thing he did was he let him spread disinformation about vaccines, which is Alex Jones' uh, big narrative he pushes all the time. Vaccines are not safe. He's trying to scare people about vaccines. He's done it for 20 years. He was talking about this shit 20 years ago. So he's still doing it. During a global pandemic, at the time where we need people to have trust in science, we need people to have trust in the vaccines, as long as the scientists say they're safe and okay. This is the last thing we need. The largest podcast in the world platform and spreading this shit. Let me explain to you guys how disinformation works. Now, disinformation is not always directly lying. And in fact, usually it's not that. Usually what they do is they find some little nugget of truth. And then they purposely cherry pick that nugget and they don't tell you the context behind it. They don't carry you all the count. Don't tell you all the counter information. They don't tell you uh, the, the other side of it, the other view of it. And so they do this on purpose. So you'll walk away we walk away with a misunderstanding of the subject. And that's 100% what they're doing here. And Joe Rogan is playing along with it and actually helping this bullshit to spread. We'll have a look and then I'll explain what the fuck he's talking about. Bill Gates was on CBS News. And he said 80% of the people get sick? Yeah. And 20% of them go to the hospital? I couldn't find any evidence of this. I looked this up. Now, what he did say 
was he was talking about, Bill Gates that is, was talking about how we need to make sure the vaccines are safe because if even a very, very, very small percentage of people get sick from the vaccine, it's still like 700,000 people because so many people are going to get it. So we have to ensure right off the bat that scientists ensure it's safe as shit for everybody. That's really what he talked about. But of course, it's Alex Jones. So uh, he's a con man, lost for a living. So. No, it was two vaccines. They said one vaccine 100% got sick. And a certain percent went to the hospital. The other 80% got sick and 20% of those and went to the hospital. And sometimes that does happen even with the flu vaccine, right? Like sometimes I, I, people get sick. I swear get to God, sick. you type in Bill Gates grilled by CBS. I'll bring it up. Pull, pull up AP Bill Gates polio vaccine. Yeah, that's the that's the article. Let's see the title. Yeah, Bill Gates did not say 700,000 people will have negative side effects from a coronavirus vaccine. So, I mean... Joe Rogan was slightly, in some cases, trying to fact check Alex Jones on the spot, which is very difficult to do because you don't really know what the questions that you need to ask ahead of time. That's why you don't let somebody just come on and lie their fucking ass off because you really can't do a good enough job of fact checking them on the go. But go ahead. Polio vaccine. But that's a coronavirus. Uh, he said polio vaccine. All right. All right. Okay. Now, I'm, now I'm pissed. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you the headline. It was... Uh... Um, was see exact- if there's a polio Hold on, what was the headline? Article. It was uh, UN. UN vaccine causes polio. Okay, so let's stop it right here. I want to stop and explain to you guys a little bit about the polio vaccine. Here's a great infographic about the polio vaccine. Uh, children still need to be vaccinated against polio. If we were to stop our current vaccination efforts, within a decade, we would see a resurgence of polio that could paralyze more than 200,000 children worldwide every year. 200,000 a year. 13 million. Since 1998, polio vaccine has prevented more than 13 million cases of paralysis. 13 million, dudes. Since 1988, more than 650,000 deaths from polio have been prevented. These are children. 650,000 children prevented from dying. 40 to 50 billion is the economic benefit of polio eradication. And 40 to 50 billion throughout the years 2035. The net benefit of other services, such as vitamin A delivery, alongside polio vaccination, up to 90 billion additional savings, and the prevention of up to 5.4 million child deaths. So... Neither one we're about to mention this whatsoever. Neither one we're about to mention that the polio vaccine uh, saved 13 million children from being paralyzed. Neither one of them are going to mention that it saved $650,000 life. Neither are going to mention the billions of dollars in economic benefits of giving polio vaccine. Instead, they're going to put out an article, well, because, because of uh, a low amount of immunizations in third world countries and uh, also uh, poor hygienic conditions in those countries. 11 kids got sick of the polio vaccine. So they're about to use this little nugget of information to pretend and paint the picture that the polio vaccine is bad and scare people about vaccines. Exactly what the fuck happens here. It's absolutely ridiculous. The benefits of getting fuck up, Dusty World. Where was I? All right. Uh, where the fuck was Oh, back over here. All right. Let's go back up. Continue on, Joe Rogan. UN vaccine causes polio. Okay. <clears throat> UN vaccine causes polio. Google you know, is not this sober show October. You shit. Google is compromised. Can <clears throat> you just ask Jesus, please? UN says new polio outbreak in Sudan was caused by oral vaccine. Yeah. Whoa. It's not good. Whoa. New polio outbreak in Sudan is caused by oral vaccine. And this, look at that kid's face. Oh my God. Is that a terrifying image? 
The image of them distributing that. Look at that poor kid's face. Imagine that kid getting polio from that vaccine. They're just uh, imagine the 13 million kids that didn't get polio because of the vaccine. Imagine the 650,000 lives that were saved. It just looks like they're squeezing his cheeks together. Look at him trying to sell this, sell the fear. Oh my God, look how scared that child is that he's going to get polio from the vaccine. 13 million kids not paralyzed, you stupid bald motherfucker. Okay, I should make fun of Joe Rogan for being bald because I am technically bald too, but God damn it, that's so irritating. He looks so terrified. No, he doesn't. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> does not. Tragic. It's like they're smashing his oh. cheeks together. And a bunch of them died, but... You know, a bunch Christ. of them died. It was 11 of them. Alex Jones literally has no information. He's just making stuff up. Hold on. Back up, back up, back up, back up. So anyway, uh, it just gets worse. The whole thing was just awful, and Joe Rogan is a total chud-ass to let this stuff spread on the most popular podcast in the world during a goddamn global pandemic. All this is going to do is ensure more people don't trust vaccines, less people get the vaccines when we absolutely need to immunize ourselves against the fucking global pandemic. But, you know, who cares, right? Who cares, Spotify? Who cares that your greed is going to get people killed, right? You're making that cash, ain't you, Spotify? And uh, speaking of Alex Jones, I think this is more Alex Jones. Oh, no, this is uh, more, uh, god damn it. This is more chud-ass fucking Joe Rogan spreading propaganda and disinformation about Joe Biden. Imagine listening to Donald Trump, all the gaffes he makes, all the run-on sentence, all these insane streams of consciousness, all the slurring of real words, dragging his foot behind him, everything he does, and still claiming that somehow Joe Biden has dementia and is less cognitively strong than Donald Trump is. It's just shilling. And then he lies. Well, let me, let me show you what he lies about first, and then I'll read you the fucking article that explains why he's lying his ass off. People, unbiased perspectives, objective perspectives on what is happening in the news and how this could possibly relate to their real lives. This is what it's supposed to be. It doesn't seem like it's supposed to be that at all right now during these elections. It's scary. No one is pay- You're supposed to not pay any attention to all the crazy gaffes. He's about to say no one is talking about Joe Biden's crazy gaffes. The guy on the number one podcast in the world who is literally talking about it right now. Gonna claim nobody talking about it. You're not supposed to pay any attention to the very real concerns that Joe Biden is losing his mind. And if you say that, you're an asshole. You're, you and are people an asshole. will attack you. They'll say, you don't they understand. Should. They, should. they should attack your lying ass because you're fucking fixing a lie. He's fixing a literally spread propaganda that was put out by the Republican National Convention. Because this dumbass gets so much of his information from right-wing shithead videos that he watches for 30 seconds on goddamn YouTube or Twitter and thinks he knows what the fuck he's talking about. Stand. He stutters. And this is all because of the... He called Trump Bush yesterday. He called him George. Did you see that? Yes, I did. He said, we don't want another four more years of George. This is standard. Like, this is... We... we what? This is standard if you take hours of his interviews and cut out 15 seconds where he fucks up a word. And that's all you know about politics because you're too fucking lazy to actually watch the whole goddamn interview. So here he is. Oh, my God. Biden called Trump George. Uh, no, Biden did not confuse George O. Bush and Donald Trump. He was talking to George Lopez. And while he was talking to George Lopez, uh, something happened to video and George Lopez and the other guy on there, their video links dropped out from under him. So he was trying to figure out what was going on. And he was kind of stuttering. And he said the, he said George's name a couple times. George Lopez. 
The video clip that Republican National Committee Rapid Response Director Steve Guest tweeted late Sunday night seemed to be the stuff of opposition research dreams. Just 27 seconds long, that's as long as Joe Rogan's attention span is, it appeared to show Democratic President nominee Joe Biden criticize former President George W. Bush as the person he is running against, not President Trump. The snippet from Biden's October 25th, I Will Vote concert seemed to be evidence of a nasty theory the Trump campaign has been pushing for months. Joe Biden is seen Fox News, The Today Show, and The Daily Mail, and Joe Chudass Rogan, among others, all picked up the story. Trump tweeted about the supposed debacle, saying, Joe Biden called me George yesterday. Couldn't remember my name. Got some help from the anchor to get him through the interview. The fake news cartel is working overtime to cover it up. No, they're not. Number one podcast is literally spreading your bullshit, Trump. Guest, guest tweet had more than a million views as of 2 p.m. Monday. Still, most things that appear to be too good to be true are just that. As our colleague Dave Weyer recently pointed out, this clip was no exception. The facts, the I Will Get Out, the I Will Vote concert, was hosted by comedian George Lopez and political commentator Anna Navarro. The segment begins with what looks like a fancy Zoom call. Navarro and Lopez are each in a separate frame, as are Biden's and a sign language interpreter. Lopez asked Biden why undecided Americans should vote and vote for him. As Biden begins his answer, the frames of Navarro and Lopez are dropped from the screen. First of all, the reason they should vote is there is a lot on on the ballot this year. This is the most consequential not because I'm running, but because of who I'm running against. This is the most consequential elections in a long, long time. And the character of the country, in my view, is literally on the ballot by the response. What kind of country are we going to be? Then he stutters. Four more years of uh, George, uh, uh, George uh, 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 are going to find ourselves in a position where if uh, Trump gets elected, uh, we are going to be uh, going to a different world. Or was it four more years of uh, George, uh, George, uh, 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 yeah, he was just stuttering and he said George's name as he was talking to them. So anyway, they just put out ridiculous lies, bullshit, and Joe Rogan doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about because he doesn't care. Spreading his antivirus bullshit. Shame on you, Spotify! Shame on you, Joe Rogan viewers. Bro-pra! Can we move past this low-level bullshit already? And uh, now we're going to get to more Alex Jones since we're also shitting on Alex Jones. Alex Jones had a militia leader, Stuart Rhodes. On his show, telling how he's going to uh, murder Democrats on election day? Hmm, that seems bad. <sighs> Oath Keepers militia leader Stuart Rhodes said members of the militia will be at a polling locations on election day to protect Trump voters during an appearance on far-right conspiracy theorist Alex Jones' program. After making that claim, Rhodes made a number of unhinged statements, including saying Oath Keepers would follow directives from President Donald Trump to take members of the deep state into custody. So basically, they're waiting on the word so they can take Trump's political enemies into, uh, I guess, custody. Give them mock trials and shit. Execute us or whatnot. You know, fascism. Cool, cool, cool. And do what we have to do. Yeah, we're going to take you into custody and do what we have to do. Yeah, yeah, might have to kill you. Uh, what you got to do? Shouldn't have went up against Trump, right? That Trump should invoke the Insurrection Act before the election. The Oath Keepers will be in range of Washington, D.C. to stop Benghazi-style attacks. Yeah, let's just invoke the Insurrection Act and uh, claim victory. And then if anybody tries to stop you from doing that, we'll murder them for you, Mr. President. We got you back. Rhodes also hyped the possibility of a second civil war, where his battle-hardened supporters... Yeah, this guy looks real battle-hardened, doesn't he? Chubby old doughy white fuck. Why do they think they're so tough? It's just craziness. Um... Rhodes also had the possibility of the Second Civil War, where his battle-hardened supporters kill street soldiers 
and command and control of the radical left. He later claimed the United States is already in a civil war because you have sitting politicians who are part of the enemy ranks. So awesome. Definitely want to platform Alex Jones so he can get more popular and spread this crazy violence, right? Thanks, Joe Rogan. Cool, cool, cool. And uh, oh my God, did you guys hear about this shit? True story, true story. So uh, apparently, Jesse Lee Peterson was liking some videos the other day. He liked a, a Trump video and uh, he liked a, another Trump tweet. And then between that, huh, what do we have here? Oh, oh, it seems like he likes some uh, some gay porn a little bit. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, Jesse like gay porn. Hmm. And apparently, like I knew Jesse Lee Peterson. Like, white men was all into white power, but apparently he loves, like, big old burly white dudes. That's what he's into. And is anybody shocked that Jesse Lee Peterson is gay? It's just textbook at this point. The louder people claim that they hate homosexuality, and oh my God, it's a sin, the more they want a little bit of the dick. Almost always fucking happens. And then, of course, it's back up now. But uh, he uh, removed, locked his Twitter for a little while. He still hasn't commented on it. As far as I can find, he still has not even mentioned that he liked gay porn. But he, uh, yeah, he shut down his uh, Twitter feed for a little while, I guess, to try to cover it up and try to figure out what the fuck he was going to do while he was panicking. But I don't know. If you like the dick, it's fine. Jesse Lee Peterson, it is fine. The only problem is you being a hypocrite about it. But hilarious. Love to see it. And uh, This Fox News interview was surprisingly refreshing. Okay, I guess this is Kennedy. He used to be on um, MTV back when they had music videos, I guess, back in the day. But um, she had Rudy Giuliani on her show, and she's actually giving him the business pretty hard. You usually don't see this coming from Fox News. They usually just lay down to shill for every Republican that comes on. But she held his feet to the fire a little bit, and it was beautiful. Let's have a look. You think they're printing false material? You think Rupert Murdoch would let them print false material? Heavens no. Just because I gave it to them? Uh, do, you, do you regret... Uh, you think I'm an idiot you that regret, I'm going to print false material? Do you regret your interaction in the Borat movie? No, that's a stupid question, isn't it? No, it's that's not really stupid, a stupid at all. I, I have a 15-year-old daughter. I watched that and I was, I was kind of grossed out by it. I'm, I'm giving you a chance to explain. Well, I, was, I, I, I called the police when I realized that it was a scam. <laughs> I called the police and he ran away. Because uh, the minute the minute she said something compromising, I called the police. Whether you believe it or not, I was tucking my shirt in. He made it appear as if it was something different. The minute she said she wanted to give me a massage, I called my security guy and we called the New York City Police Department who came there and Borat and his 50-man crew ran out of the place. All right. So that's what happened. Finest Would you like to ask me any other? In the world. Any other, any other question to, to attack me for merely coming on your show to show you what... Yeah, I got some questions. Why are you grabbing your junk from a 15-year-old dude? I saw the video. You wasn't tucking in your shirt. You was cupping your balls. You had a boner or something, and you were trying to push it up so it wouldn't poke out of your pants and be so obvious. I've done that a million times. I used to have boners all the time in school. Sometimes you got to reach in, fish around, and pull it straight up and down so they don't poke out and you're embarrassed. Everybody knows that, dude. Every dude knows that. We've all experienced that. Come on. Who do you think you're fooling? I'm just impressed that you can get a boner at your age, dude. You should be proud. You should be like, hell yeah, I got a boner. She was hot. I didn't know she was 15. She wasn't 15. She was 24, but I didn't know she was supposed to be 15. But she was actually 24 and a very attractive young woman and she was touching on me and it gave me a boner and uh, I ain't fucking ashamed of it. Yeah. 
If she'd have wanted it, I would have given it to her. But I was stupid for getting involved in that whole hoax thing. I should have seen right through it. I should have known immediately that a young hot girl like this wouldn't want to have anything to do with my troll ass. I look like Nosferatu. How stupid am I? That's what you should have said, man. But we know you're not going to own up to it. And uh, next up on Chud Watch. Oh, shit. Dave Rubin. Dave Rubin. How it started. I'll be the first to hold Trump's feet to the fire. You know it, folks. You're going to hold Trump's feet to the fire except for nah. Thank you, Dave Rubin, author of Don't Burn This Book. Just announced on Fox and Friends that he is voting for your favorite president. Me, shocker. I think Donald Trump has done a lot of good. What? Made you rich. You got a $4.5 million house out, out of grifting for him. So, yeah, I'm sure you think that's really good. When I see an American flag, I see Trump support. Yeah, you do see jingoism and false patriotism a lot around Trump supporters. I'll give you that one. Ah, oh, God, these people are so goddamn transparent. Grifters got a grift. And now we're going to get in some crazy shit, folks. God damn it, these Trump supporters. I cannot wait. What is it? Three days. Th or is it four days? Four days! Until hopefully they cry. Pettiness 2020. Look how evil these Trump supporting sack of shits are. So it says, this guy has a sword and is taking license plates and threatening me, saying, I have to vote for Trump. Listen to the end. It's what he's saying, folks. He's saying, I got you now, bitch. We got your license plate and you have no choice. You have to vote for Trump or else. Just say it outright. Listen to how crazy and evil and unhinged these folks are. We got you now. Your mother voted for Trump. Your mother loves Trump. I asked her. We got your plates. We got you. So creepy, dude. He's getting up there and he's looking at her plate and taking a picture of her plate. We know who you are now. You're going to vote for Trump whether you like it or not. You got no choice. You cannot resist Trump. We got you. We fucking got you. I know. Hey, we got her plate. Just so scary. We got your place. We got your ass. Oh, goddamn classy, aren't these folks? Oh, my God. I hope that they cry in the street so loud. I hope people are there to take videos of it. Please, if you have a relative that's a Trump supporter, please videotape them on November 3rd. Please. I want to do nothing, but I, I want to do a 24-hour stream of that shit. I want to bask in it. And uh, here's more of them, folks. This is uh, some outtakes or some B-roll footage from the Borat movie showing you just how crazy and insane these Trump supporter right-wing Republicans are when he went on there and they knew it was a joke, they knew who he was and how angry and violent they got towards it. Go, go, go. Yeah, Doug Borat. Are we locked? The doors are locked? Just get out of here. Hold it. Drive. Yeah, drive. 
The drive immediately. Go, go, go. Yeah, go, go, go. These motherfuckers is crazy, yo. Yep. They are crazy, yo. And, uh... Got an even better example of that. How nutty these motherfuckers are getting. Watch this shit. <laughs> Look how evil. Even the black Trump supporters, man. She's doing this fake laugh that comes off like a super villain. Just look how fucking terrifyingly evil they are. This is celebration, folks! Jesus is on! The people of God standing! This is celebration! The travesty in the court is over! The travesty is over! The demons are fleeing your idea! The people of God are here! The devil has to go! In the name of Jesus, blend motherhood goes down! The child sacrificing goes down. The murdering of innocent children and the shedding of innocent blood stops now in the name of Jesus. It's over, folks. That feminine spirit and that Jezebel spirit goes in the name of Jesus. It's over, folks. So you can have your temper, but it's over. Come on, Jesus. And we call the body of Christ to stand for Jesus Christ in this nation. Jesus is boss. Jesus is boss. Only Jesus. So guess what? You don't have to lose. Get on the winning team. You don't have to lose. Get with the winners. Get with Jesus. Get in the right camp. Yes, your heart is broken. My heart was broken too. But it took Jesus to fix me. And it's going to take Jesus to fix you. Nah, thanks. I'm just not that into Jesus. Hard pass, but just look creepy. The crazy laughing. <laughs> Jesus, you're the Jesus. The feminazis are over. <laughs> it's like she is possessed. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in being possessed by demons. But even if there was, a, if there was an example of somebody being possessed by a demon, she gets my vote. And uh, all right, this one's truly terrible, folks. Oh my fucking god! But as you're watching this, just remember, racism dead, completely dead in the United States, folks. Doesn't exist anymore. It's like 40% of the country is mentally ill and they're all voting for Trump and these people are in charge of running us now. Just so ridiculous. I'm sorry guys, I know this is a bad representation for your side. No, it's not. It's a bad representation for your nigger ass. Why not? Why not? It says peace and love. Imagine getting this triggered and angry over a sign that says peace and love. That's where we're at in this country. 
where a crazy white lady will come scream the N-word at you for wanting peace and love. It's Trump's America, folks. That's what my sign says. Trump literally, one of the best friends of Jeffrey Epstein, had 15 different pieces of contact information for Trump and Jeffrey Epstein's little black book. Yeah, she seems real loving, doesn't she? I love your energy. I've got plenty of it, baby. I'm 74, married 54 years. It's killed my husband in June. You, you just your killed your husband in June. I believe it. <laughs> she literally just said that. Yeah, I totally believe it too. Somebody might want to dig up her husband and see what he died of, is all I'm saying. Seemed like she might have just confessed to a fucking murder. Get with it, cops. Do your job. But yeah. Oh, America. You're such a goddamn train wreck. At this point, it's sort of amusing, though, how ridiculous it is. Like, I mean, I guess it's amusing to me because I'm, like, white and this obscene racism doesn't affect me in the same way. So I have the privilege to laugh at it. I understand why other people wouldn't. But good God. It's hard not to laugh at the craziness. And, uh, yeah, this is child abuse, folks, says little Benny Chaparro. So Emily uh, Radajowski, what a handle, says that she won't force gender-based preconceptions onto her baby, which I think, you know, okay. You don't have to force preconceived gender notions on your kid. You can let them grow up, and you can explain reality to them and let them choose. Or as Ben Shapiro says, child abuse! You're abusing your child by explaining reality to them and letting them decide for themselves. So, yep. I'm sure he feels the same way about if you don't indoctrinate them with religion. Oh, my God, it's child abuse. Not to brainwash them to Christianity. Child abuse. And listen to this whiny little squirt. Literally going to go over here and say that long lines, 11-hour lines to vote are not voting suppression. The fact that it's significantly longer, many times longer for uh, black communities to vote than white communities is not voter suppression. Just such a disgusting, dishonest, lying, oh God, man, baby, let's listen. It is not voter suppression. Okay, just because I've seen Democrats claiming there's a long line at a polling station that's voter suppression. Nope, voter suppression is when Bull Connor drives up with a hose and starts hosing off all the black people to prevent them from voting. Now, there's lots of different versions of voter suppression, you know, like uh, not letting the votes count after November 3rd, trying to purposely sabotage the post office so the votes get in later than November the 3rd so you can't count them. And like I said, incredibly fucking long lines. I've talked to people in other countries and they're like, what? It takes me at the most 30 seconds to vote. At the most, there's one other person in line in front of you and you go vote. Why the fuck would you wait 11 hours? Well, because a lot of people can't afford to wait 11 hours, especially the poorer you are. The more you have to work, the less likely it is that you have time off at your job to stand in line for 11 hours. Also, the more likely you are to be in poor health and incapable of standing in line for 11 hours. So it's 100% designed to suppress the vote, mostly of minorities and the poor. And Ben Shapiro is just a shameless shill who will, you know, literally say anything to make money. That's voter suppression. Standing in line 
is called being at a grocery store at Disneyland or voting. Like, I, I literally never stood in line for 11 hours at the grocery store. Never even stood in line for 20 minutes, I don't think, at the grocery store. <sighs> being in line is not voter suppression. Voter suppression is when you literally don't get to vote. It is also not voter suppression when the legislature passes a law saying you have to vote and it has to be counted by the state. And then somebody tries to unilaterally rewrite the law, and then a court steps in and says you can't unilaterally rewrite the law. That is also not voter suppression. Nonetheless, you see Democrats claiming if it suppresses that vote, voter suppression it is. Is, gonna, is going to be the, uh, the result of all of this. So now Nancy Pelosi has shifted her stance. Before it was everybody should mail-in vote. Now Democrats are deeply afraid that Trump is going to outweigh them on Election Day, right? That's why she keeps saying Trump may win on Election Day, but keep, voting the, the, keep counting the votes long enough. Biden will win. Here's Pelosi saying, I hope- Exactly. Count all the votes and he won't win. Yes. Because if there's a global pandemic, the left is more responsible and more of them will probably mail in votes instead of risking their lives and other people's lives to go vote in person. So yes, on election day, Trump may get more votes, but we should count all the votes. Not counting all the votes is fucking voter suppression. God, y'all. It's just, it's no wonder we're so fucked, right? This trash-ass country. And Glenn Beck gone full-on televangelist. Like, he'd leaning into it hard. Like, he used to not be like this. He used to be, like, more just regular conservative shithead. But now, man, I guess uh, he desperate. I guess maybe the money's drying up some, so he knows the best way to make a killing is to appeal to evangelical voters. So, like, uh, gotta give it to him. He really going full out with it. I just warn you that we are in a spiritual battle against evil unleashed uh, we are not fighting the democrats we are fighting satan himself hell yeah I- don't threaten me with a good time you fighting satan himself i'm on team satan oh my god it's a spiritual battle it's not joe biden shut the fuck up dude ain't no spiritual realm all that exists is this as far as we know and uh you're just scared you're scared because you're afraid to lose and i hope you do and i hope you cry about it and oh my god, fuck you, did you see this? Beyond parody. Lauren Chin, who continuously shits on socialized medicine, continuously claims that America has the best health care in the world, and Democrats, evil, evil socialized medicine, the system is working great. Uh, yeah, she's raising money because her dad's got cancer. Yeah. Alt writer Lauren Chin who frequently dismisses Medicare for All, recently started a GoFundMe because her dad can't afford cancer treatment in the U.S., $90,000. So, yeah, shocker, and she already got it, too. Look at that. So, I guess if you're a pretty popular online girl, you can get enough money to save your father's life, but the rest of us, fuck us, right, Lauren Chan? Who gives a shit about us, right? Who gives a shit about my fucking dad who couldn't afford health care, right? Who's dead now? Who gives a shit about that, right? As long as your dad's okay, right, Lauren Chan? Fucking shit pisses me off, dude. Just evil motherfuckers don't give a shit about anybody with them goddamn selves. And I've been heavily fucking supported about it while the rest of us fucking die. And, uh, Donald Trump Jr. tweaking like a motherfucker. He just, like, somebody needs an intervention. Like, if he had a dad or family that loved him anyway, they wouldn't let this happen. And I have been around coke addicts and drug addicts, and this is exactly how they act when they're tweaking. Look at this motherfucker tweak. Including with Vice President Pence just a few days back. So why suddenly they have to break down a, a location where there was going to be 6,000 seats? That's 100% coke tweaking. I know those signs when I see them. And Melissa agrees with me. She says, my family, 
Member is a drug addict. I've seen this so many times. The dude is tweaking. Yep. Classy-eyed. He's out of his mind. He got that good Colombian stuff. You know, you get the good stuff. That's how the rich people do. Do as they say, not as they do. And, uh, uh, all right, I'm going to skip Paul Joseph Watson's and we're going to end the Chud Watch segment. So let's see what you guys got to say on the chat. Did you enjoy the Chud Watch segment? Are you angry as fuck? Satan is equally as Christian as God. I know, right? Both of them don't exist. Figments of your imagination. Hope your dad is okay in the end, though. Yeah, I hope he's okay. But, like, we need a system that protects everybody, just not pretty little uh, internet e-babes who can get the uh, incels that follow them, the reply guys to save her dad's life, right? Teeth grinding. I'm in the good Colombian stuff, Dusty. Are you? Well, send me some, man. I had any cocaine, and I don't really know if I want much cocaine. I would mind doing a little cocaine, just a little bit. I don't want to do a whole bunch because I don't like it that much, but if I had a little bit, I would do it. But uh, it's kind of an overrated drug, in my opinion. It only lasts like 30 minutes, and you want to do more coke. It's like just smoke weed or something. Way better. Has anyone ever punched Ben Shapiro in his face? Uh, I don't think so. I don't uh, suggest anybody punch Ben Shapiro. There's no, no need for violence. Ben Shapiro must have shares in helium. Probably. He's a squeaky little fuck. Ben is trash. Yes, Ben is trash. Shapiro, Shapiro. Yes, Shapiro, definitely. Weasel, another one of these weasel. Cocaine and hookers. I don't really like hookers. I mean, I like like sex work is real work. I'm not shitting on prostitutes like they do the Lord the Lord's work. They do a good job. They help out a lot of people and bring a lot of joy to the world. It's just not my thing. Like I just prefer like ultimately to me, sex is overrated anyway. And I definitely ain't gonna fucking pay for it. I can just like masturbate and you got VR porn now, so like why would I pay? For something I can just do a better job myself. I don't know. It's just my my way of thinking. Um, you make me feel so effing conservative again. Um, okay, that seems bad for you. That doesn't seem like you're complimenting yourself, but cool. Dusty, you literally had a show title Vosh canceled. Love you, Dusty, but come on. Um, yeah. Did you watch it? <laughs> The whole thing was about how he wasn't actually canceled and cancel culture doesn't exist. So, uh, yeah. I want to watch that show. Mm. I try to say to a duel, one-on-one! Mm. Not all the fuzzies, only the cats. Yeah, have you guys any cats anywhere around here? But yeah, I sarcastically said Bosch was canceled. I mean, how the fuck? I don't believe in cancel culture, so why would I say someone is canceled? (laughs) All the people that they say are canceled are making tons of money, right? Like we talked about, ContraPoints got canceled, literally making, what, 20000 more a month since she got canceled. Uh, they canceled Dave Shapiro. Uh, he got, what, $40 million for his stand-up special. That's how it always happens. It doesn't really exist. It's just a stupid narrative. Well, what happens is it's talking shit, right? It's the same thing that's happened since the beginning of history. Everybody has always talked shit about everybody else. But suddenly, now that we're talking shit to each other on uh, social media, and now some people are like, hey, I'm going to talk shit to your boss, which has also always fucking happened. People want to complain and play the uh, victim that they were canceled. No, you're not. You're not canceled, dude. It's just criticism. Like, who the fuck has been more canceled than me? Pretty much every popular person from the anti-SAW community did a video shitting on me 
I lost the vast majority of my audience. Lost, what, 30,000 subscribers? But you know what? I wasn't canceled, dude. Nobody has the power to fucking cancel me. It's just stupid. Just whiny nonsense. I think Dusty should fight Ben Shapiro. I'm not fighting anybody. I'm never going to get in a fight ever again, ever, ever. I'm an adult. I don't have to do that. Uh, you mean Dave Chappelle? Not Dave, did I say Dave Shapiro? Yeah, I meant Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle and what was the other one? Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. Uh, Mountain Dew owns my soul. Not good for you. Cancel Dusty. Hell yeah, cancel the shit out of me. I could use the money. Mm. Nine years ago. I don't know what you're referring to. All right, let me continue on the show. Let's see if I got any super chat. So I'm going to continue on with the show. going to do a tr- short Trump section. I brought the Trump section back due to popular demand. Um, here we go. Danny Nerdnick. Whoops, I effed up and hit send without typing anything. Dabs and Dusty, happy weekend. Your hair looks great. I appreciate it. Didn't have hair, time to take a shower today, so a uh, little bit dirty, but I'm working on it. Uh, Ariel Fernandez, ten dollars. Mister Smith, are you able? Name one thing that happened when Jose Figueres Ferrer was president of Costa Rica. You can use the first paragraph of Wikipedia if you want to. All right, uh, sure I can. Obviously, I know all the things he did, but for those who don't know, I will help you out. Um, he uh. During his first term in office, he abolished the country's army. So that's cool. No army for you, Costa Rica. You go, boy. All right, next up. There's only 243 concurrent viewers right now. I think that it's not, uh, I think tonight it decided not to advertise the show to people for some reason, which sucks. Uh, I think it's probably because I have JLP gay porn, even though I try to spell it funny. I think for some reason it's deciding not to uh, show this show to most of my subscribers which sucks it's not an eating playing field it's very hard to compete on this playing field when they specifically suppress my subscribers from knowing my show was on so it's you know i'm disappointed but what can you do right uh imprints of the known universe code dust buddy appreciate that thank you for joining me tonight love you and uh max Carter was an og joe rogan friend from 2012 ish can't believe how influential he is now. Blows my mind. I lost interest when he started having on chuds like Milo and Gavadon. Appreciate he pushed Bernie, though. All right. He did push Bernie briefly, but then he went right back to Trump. I don't know how you go from fucking Bernie Sanders to Trump, though. I don't know where the uh, logic in that lies whatsoever, but he's definitely a disappointment, in my opinion. I used to be a fan of his, too, long ago. Appreciate that, mascot of the shadow beat. $2 Canadian. Paid off my credit card. Thought I could spare something for the cats. Hey, I appreciate that. The shot of be. I'll buy them something special in your honor. So, Rudy Rose, American healthcare shocks me so much. Over here, the most expensive things for cancer treatment is paying the parking lot mirror. I cry for you, America. Yeah, it's definitely bad. Like, I haven't had insurance forever. I can't really afford it, you know, so. Hopefully, I'll get sick. We'll see what the fuck happens. Lisa for Truth, $5 for the cats. Appreciate that, Lisa. Good to see you tonight. Mikey Savage, 49. Ben Shapiro in a street fight. Flute like a cinder block and sting like malt liquor. Benny boy. Yep. Depends on who he fights. I guess if he was fighting a little child, he'd be fine. Ariel Fernandez, $5. Afro Costa Rica also got the right to vote and Costa Rica nationality when he president of Costa Rica. All right, well, sounds like a good dude. Are you from Costa Rica? You seem to be a big fan. Mm. 
Hi, Destiny. I just canceled my family Spotify account. Well, thank you for the five pounds. I will definitely take it and do a better job than they're doing with it. They're going to get people killed. They don't give a shit. Fuck them, right? All right, let me see what the other chat has to say. Um, JR is so beady-eyed. All hell. Is Beck still trying to be a Mormon? Shapiro is a professional shill and a kiss-ass. It took me five minutes to vote, and that's the longest I've ever had to wait. Uh, proven to hit the same brain spots as a drug. Uh, yep. Heard all that. All right. Continue on with the show. Next up, got a short Trump segment. Since you guys asked me to bring it back. Trump show president. He's the president. He's the, he's the, he's the, he's the, he's the president. Five more days, I guess, folks. We'll see what happens. Hopefully it all changes. But uh, last time we left you on the horrific Trump theater. <laughs> this is so funny. I can't believe he posted this himself. He posted this thinking this makes him look Biden. Thinking this makes Biden look bad and him look good. Him flying in on an expensive overpriced chopper to a super spreader event of slack-jawed idiots compared to um, Joe Biden, who is behaving responsibly and doing exactly what somebody who's presidential would do. And that's taking the pandemic seriously and not trying to spread it to people. America, folks! And he's playing Fortunate Son. That's the funny part. Fortunate Son is literally a song about... uh, how the guy is not the same as the rich assholes who use their money and their power to escape serving in Vietnam and paying their taxes. So beyond parody, this is whole thing's got to be a fucking joke. And uh, next up, Trump, who claims that he has no idea who QAnon is. You know, you can't judge me for not liking them without knowing who they are. Has a dude standing in front of his rally, literally screaming at people that they're not allowed to wear QAnon merchandise. Hey, if you don't know who they are, then why can't people wear the QAnon merchandise? No No QAnon! Yeah, what do you think about that QAnon? They're like, he has to say that. He has to, he has to pretend like he doesn't support us because that's part of the 40 chess, the geniuses. And uh, here he is just lying his ass off because that's what he does. He just decided that he's desperate now and he can just say whatever because it doesn't matter. He can literally say anything and then the supporters will still support him. He said, this is Trump. Look what he's doing in Philadelphia. Look what... What's happening? Those are people that he's supporting. He couldn't even come out against them yesterday. They asked him a question. He said, uh, what's Philadelphia? Where is it? Where is it? He didn't know what state he was in. Here's what Biden actually said. What I say is that there is no excuse whatsoever for the looting and the violence. None whatsoever. I think to be able to protest is totally legitimate. It's totally reasonable. But I think that the looting is just, as the victim's father said, don't do not do this. It's not what my son, you're not helping, you're hurting. You're not helping my son. So, yeah, it doesn't matter, though. We're in a post-truth society. It don't matter what the fuck he says anymore. President of the United States. <sighs> Why would it? Here he is, just, you know, making shit up. For those of you in other countries who are listening to this kind of stuff, you're like, really? Is that what America's like? I mean, uh, no. 
It is what America is like if you mean your president just makes shit up and lies his ass off for no apparent reason, then yeah. But uh, no, in California, you don't have to wear a mask all the time that you have to eat through. Obviously. With Sleepy Joe, there'd be no graduations, no weddings, no Thanksgiving. They're already talking about no Thanksgiving. And in California, you have a special mask. You cannot, under any circumstances, take it off. You have to eat through the mask. It's a... Right? Right, Charlie? It's, it's a very complex mechanism. And they don't realize those germs, they go through it like nothing. They look at you with that contraption and they say, that's an easy one. I'll go right through with the food. Yeah. Now, how about California? Germs, look at you. And the germs say, I'm going to go right through because, you know, the germs are conscious and have the ability to reason. Apparently, but no, no such thing exists. He just make it up. That's how desperate he is. And next up, here he is, straight out right, talking about suppressing the vote, folks. This is what it's all about. They don't want your vote to count. It would be very, very proper and very nice if a winner were declared on November 3rd. No. Instead of counting ballots for two weeks. Instead of counting all the votes, we'll be counting all the votes. Let's not count all the votes. Yeah, not voter suppression at all, is it, Ben Shapiro? Which is totally inappropriate, and I don't believe that that's by our laws. I don't believe that. So we'll see what happens. The voters are judging me on a lot of things. And one of the things we've done a really good job on is COVID. We would have millions of people, millions right now, we would have millions of people dead. Two million people. They were projecting 2.2. No, we didn't no, do they were. We did. They were projecting we that if the government did nothing, which was never going to happen, the government is always obviously going to do at least something. Oh, lies, lies, lies. That's what it's all about. A few more days, folks. Hopefully this will be over for goddamn ever. Come on, America, we can do this. But yes, him saying this uh, explicitly means he doesn't want the military to vote because their votes usually come in later because they're, uh, you know, in other countries. And sometimes it takes longer to count their votes. But why would we want to count the military's vote? Not like we're patriots or anything. Hopefully the few states remaining that want to take a lot of time after November 3rd to count ballots that won't be allowed by the various courts because, as you know, we're in courts on that. We just had a big victory yesterday in wisconsin on that matter so hopefully that won't be happening okay hopefully yep hopefully that will be happening hopefully we won't count all the votes yeah well we'll be no reason to just your president saying he doesn't want to count the votes and this is actually awesome in my opinion i love this i love how desperate he is getting where he'll just literally just fucking say anything it doesn't matter folks There'll be no heating in the winter, no air conditioning in the summer, and no electricity, whatever the hell you want it. Right now, you have it made. You're so lucky. You are so lucky I'm your president. Yeah, that's right. We only have electricity and air conditioning because Trump is our president. What the fuck? I'm 45 years old. I've literally never lived a day in my entire life without electricity and air conditioning. Trump has... Literally nothing at all to do with any of the fucking that. And obviously, if Joe Biden gets elected president, it won't have any effect on us having electricity and air conditioning. It just... Yeah! Thank you for air conditioning, Trump! And your team is doing a good job, right? And your They're team's doing, doing a good, good job. job. Right? Sports! Yeah, let me pander to you. Like I said, 40% of the country is just mentally ill as fuck.
And somehow that's all it takes to control our society because the whole fucking system is broken. And here's just Trump. He's doing the greatest hits. That's all he's doing. If you watch any of these rallies, he says the same thing at every single rally. It's just like the greatest hits tour of what he considers his best material to be. And here he is just casually talking about doing war crimes because why wouldn't our president talk casually about doing war crimes? Afghanistan, Iraq, keeping some in Syria. If you don't mind, we're keeping the oil. You know, they should have done that. They should have done that with Iraq. Remember, I said, don't go into Iraq. But if you go in, at least keep the oil. We didn't keep the oil. Yeah, I said, hey, we should just. Well, first of all, he didn't say don't go into Iraq. They specifically asked him about this on uh, who was that guy? Uh, God damn it. The Jewish guy with curly hair who was the popular uh, shock jock. Can't think of his fucking name. He went on there and they asked him if he supported the Iraq war. He said, yeah, I guess. So he's lying about that anyway. But yeah, we should have gone and stole all their oil while we were attacking their country. Why not? Isn't that what we do? Just invade other countries and then just uh, fucking, you know, attack the shit out of them and whatnot and take their shit? Let's do war crimes, yo. Makes sense to me. And, uh... Hard to believe, folks. It's actually not hard to believe. I don't know why I keep saying that. But uh, Trump wants to make talking about COVID-19 illegal? Yeah. True story. President Donald Trump argued on Monday morning that it ought to be against the law for the news media to cover the pandemic ahead of the elections. As the COVID-19 death toll in the U.S. surpasses 225,000 people. We have made tremendous progress with China virus. But the fake news refuses to talk about it. This close to the election, he tweeted, COVID, COVID, COVID is being used by them in total coordination in order to change our great early election numbers. Should be an election law violation. Yeah, a thousand people died today. Like 900 died yesterday. We had 90,000 new cases today, the most there's ever been. Yeah. Why is it legal for them to talk about that, says the free speech warrior. If I wasn't pretty sure he would be get, he's getting voted out of office in a couple of days, this would be way more terrifying. And if he doesn't, it is incredibly terrifying. But, you know, it doesn't matter what he says. They don't give a shit. Next up, murdering irony. Part of Trump's strategy is just to describe himself and then claim that he's describing Joe Biden. These people don't believe in science. They believe in whatever gives them power and whatever gives them control. <laughs> he literally said the scientists don't know about COVID-19 when asked. Just beyond fucking parody. And everything is so goddamn stupid. Here he is playing his greatest hits about Christmas. Remember he saved Christmas? You remember I used to say four years ago, we're going to bring back the words, Merry Christmas, we did, right? Merry Christmas. Those big department stores, they like Happy New Year. I said, no, you can say them both, but you can't do one without the other. Merry Christmas is back. You notice that, right? And pretty soon we're going to be there. Joe Biden. How the fuck did you have anything to do with that? Did you pass a law that you must say Merry Christmas? Like, what the fuck are you even talking about? Of course, this was never an issue. For those of you who are in other countries, and you're like, what is he talking about? He's just making it up. It was never a fucking issue. Sometimes in department stores, they say Happy Holidays. Sometimes they say Merry Christmas. Nobody gave a shit. It's just fake controversy they're making up because this is the kind of bullshit their base falls for. This is the kind of stupid shit they vote for. This is how rich people con idiots into voting against their own best interest. And uh, this might be the most Trump story I've ever fucking heard, folks. Hundreds of Trump supporters stuck in the code for hours when buses can't reach Omaha rally. 
By the time President Trump finished speaking to thousands of supporters at Omaha's Apelli Airfield on Tuesday night and jetted away on Air Force One, the temperature had plunged to nearly freezing. But the long lines of MAGA-clad attendees queued up for the buses to take them to, a dis- to distant parking lots. It quickly became clear something was wrong. The buses, the huge crowds soon learned, couldn't navigate the jammed airport roads. For hours, attendees, including many elderly Trump supporters, stood in the cold as police scrambled to help those most at risk to get warmth. And some were taken to hospitals. Yeah, imagine dying to see fucking Trump freezing the goddamn death. Because he don't give a shit enough about you to make sure you're taken care of. But it's all just a photo op for him. He don't give a fuck about you. You're so goddamn stupid. And of course, uh, Joe Biden came out and hit him on this. I agree with what Joe Biden said. Let's have a look. The American people deserve so much better than this. Just look at what happened last night in Omaha after Trump, after the Trump rally ended. Hundreds of people, including older Americans and children, were stranded in sub-zero freezing temperatures for hours. Several folks ended up in the hospital. It's an image that captures President Trump's whole approach to this crisis. He takes a lot of big pronouncements, and he makes a lot of big pronouncements, but they don't hold up. He gets his photo op, and then he gets out. He leaves everyone else to suffer the consequence of his failure to make a responsible plan. It seems like he just doesn't care much about it. And the longer he's in charge, the more reckless he gets. Yeah, he don't it's give enough. a shit about you. It's time to change. And yes, it is insane. So maybe we'll support him. But it's all tribalistic. None of it's really based on anything. And uh, shocker! Multi-millionaire Little Wayne came out and praised Donald Trump. Publicly endorsed Donald Trump because Little Wayne does not give a shit about the black community. Little Wayne just cares about making fucking money for Little Wayne. And these rich assholes are terrified they might actually have to pay their fair share in taxes and they would do anything to keep every little dime they sucked out of the system, including throwing their entire community under the bus. The people that supported them made them rich uh, in order to support fascism. So fuck you. Little Wayne and uh, some dude I never heard of named Little Pump, who apparently is also very rich and uh, very scared of having to pay a few extra dollars in taxes. He came out and supported Trump. Let's listen to this genius. I gotta say is Trump 2020, bitch. Fuck, I look like paying an extra 33 in tax for Biden, bitch ass nigga. Fuck Sleepy Joe, nigga. Trump 2020, bitch. Ah! Yeah, and as uh, Iron Mouse Chud says, thank you, little pump. Very cool. Oh, wasn't that very cool? Such coolness. Look how cool he is. Definitely a cool motherfucker. Imagine if <laughs> this guy would have said uh, Joe Biden 2020. He'd be making fucking fun of him just like I'm doing. It's just uh, always a double standard with these motherfuckers. But I guess I can't talk because I'm going to show uh, some people giving Joe Biden the rub. And I'm going to call them heroes in a second. So maybe I'm a hypocrite, too. I don't know. But that guy doesn't seem very cool to me. Just my opinion. And what a plot to wish you guys uh, see this conspiracy theory going around that there's actually a Melania Trump uh, body double. And Melania has been replaced. And they're uh, posting photos like this. There's several of them. I don't know if the rest of them are around here. I guess some of these. But anyway, obviously it's ridiculous. There is no Melania Trump body double. Sometimes you make a face or the lighting is on you a certain way or your uh, the camera angles a certain way. It makes you look slightly different. But I guess it's a fun conspiracy theory to uh, mull around as long as you don't take it seriously at all. And uh, last up on the Trump is your president segment. Here's a pretty good attack ad 
Got 1.3 million views. And this uh, shows a lot of the things that I've covered on this show, but it kind of succinctly puts them in a short video all at the same time. So let's have a look. Donald Trump has been telling us for weeks now what a Joe Biden America will look like. Let's take an honest look at what Donald Trump's America looks like right now. We have some bad hombres here and we're going to get them out. I don't know where the f*** came from. You don't nation will rule the world. What a stupid question that is. I will be Donald Trump's most loyal advocate. You wouldn't want me to condemn a group that I know nothing about. I have to look. We own this country. We make the laws. We tell them what and where and when. They don't tell us. I'll beat that mask off your face. Get a medic. You also had people, very fine people, on both sides. White supremacy. Trump will win, and we're going to bring it back, mother. You. You. Driver of this gray Dodge mows down a group of marchers. I protest face coverings. I am a healthy American. And every single one of you, because all of you are practicing. No, I don't take the responsibility at all. Trump will win, and Build we're going to bring wall. it back. Build that wall. Build that wall. Nobody loves the Bible more than I do. I believe Trump is elected by God to be the president of the United States. I am the chosen one. We will make America great again. I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose any voters, okay? <laughs> He's right about that. I told the story, true story, that I told my aunt that he said that. And her response was, he didn't say that. Hillary Clinton said that. It's like, oh my God, these people literally don't have a fucking clue what they're talking about. It's so frustrating trying to talk to them. And uh, all right, next up, that's all my Trump's coverage tonight, folks. Hope you enjoyed that. I think I'm going to do my hero section, and then I'm going to do uh, my bad cop section, or my what the fuck section. I think I'm going to skip the the religious bullshit segment tonight. I got to go take care of something. Unfortunately, I just got a text, and uh, (sighs) I have to go take care of something. So we... Let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Because we could be heroes for just one day. Gotta push through it, folks. Not let the darkness get to me. All right. Uh... Paul Rudd! Dorian Gray Paul Rudd, who doesn't age. Look at this 51-year-old fuck. God damn you, Paul Rudd. So, just being charming as he's wont to do. He's out there giving out cookies to people who are voting. In order to have their back and support them. There he is. He's like, thank you for voting. Using his celebrity to try to encourage people. Trying to do the right thing. Like, thank you. You're awesome. Kudu, Parod. Like that dude. Been a fan for a long time. And next up on the hero segment. Who we got? Oh, yeah. So, uh, some people are calling this a Karen, like a good Karen. But this is not a good Karen, okay? Uh, this is a uh, this is a Sarah. Is that, no, Susan, that's who it is. Good Karens are called Susans, not Karens. So here's an example of a, uh, of a good one. And the virus is not a 
Love is love, what? bitch. Gay pride. Okay? Women's rights are human rights. And the virus is not a hope. Coronavirus! You go, Susan! Use your powers for good instead of evil. And next up on the hero section, TikTok! The TikTok childrens! They figure out how to stick it to their Trump supporting parents. Watch how she exposes their amazing hypocrisy. 6.8 million views. I'm going to go on a date next weekend. With who? Seems like he has a really good relationship with the Lord. But yeah, I really like him a lot. We've been talking for a few weeks. He does have a few sex assault allegations, though. He has what? A few sexual assault allegations. You're such a liar. No, I'm serious. Why would you date this guy if he has sexual assault allegations? Because there's no proof. Oh, if there's allegations... You can't do that. Also did a deep dive on his Twitter, and he said some kind of racist stuff. Like what? Well, why would you even consider this? with sexual assault allegations okay. that's never good yes. but you'd let a man like this run the country no she's she's pulling our leg and pulling a trump card seriously faith seriously faith we don't want to talk about that don't call us out on our, our hypocrisy because we're full of shit don't date the guy, but yeah, he can run the country. Why not? It's not a big deal when Trump does it. And uh, Jeff Daniels, I'm not going to play all this, but Jeff Daniels put out an anti-Trump video using his cool-ass voice to try to encourage Michigans to vote for Biden. Let's have a look. People talk a lot about Midwestern values. Here in Michigan, we live those values. Things like decency, honesty, and respect. Treating everyone the same. But we're hurting in Michigan right now. In our factories, on our farms, in our hearts. We're living basically pay to check to paycheck, and then some months let the credit card bill go. Michigan's the worst right now. We believe when we look someone in the eye and tell them what we're going to do, we do it. We don't say one thing and do another. Anyway, good video. If you guys want to watch that, I'm not going to play the whole thing because i got to move on. But good on you, Jeff Daniels, for using your celebrity to uh, try to encourage people to vote for Biden. And uh, this laid-off auto worker wasn't fucking having it. He lit in to Donald Trump Jr. And, of course, they're all booing him. Can't tell the truth to these motherfuckers. Laid-off auto worker. Come on, Donald Trump. The things they're focused on. What about the hard-working men and women in Yonktown that lost their jobs? 5,000 Lordtown people, families separated, communities devastated. Boo! Trump said he was going to be the greatest. Uh, Donald Trump about to leave the White House as the first president in modern era who has less jobs than when he started, but they're still going to lie about it. They booing this guy, telling the truth, though. So anyway, it's a long video, but stand up to him, motherfuckers. Doesn't matter how much they boo you, you are heroes. Let them fucking have it. And man, talk about letting somebody fucking have it. All the Democratic candidates should stand up and fire back at people like this. Uh, I guess this is Senator Perdue, and he's about to get his ass handed to him by his congressional candidate. 
Let's have a listen. Well, perhaps Senator Perdue would have been able to respond properly to the COVID-19 pandemic if you hadn't been fending off multiple federal investigations for insider trading. It's not just that you're a crook, Senator. It's that you're attacking the health of the people that you represent. You did say COVID-19 was no deadlier than the flu. You did say there would be no significant uptick in cases. All the while, you were looking after your own assets and your own portfolio, and you did vote four times to end protections for pre-existing conditions. Four times. And the legislation that you tout, the PROTECT Act, it includes loopholes that specifically allow insurance companies to deny policies to Georgians with pre-existing conditions. Can you look down the camera and tell the people of this state why you voted four times to allow insurance companies to deny us health coverage because we may suffer from diabetes or heart disease or asthma or have cancer in remission. Boom, roasted! That's how you do that shit, folks. Hopefully he wins, but he probably won't. No, I guess. We're always supporting shitheads in this country. So, uh... We'll see what the fuck happens. All right, let's do a little bad cops section. Then we'll wrap this shit up tonight. Because, uh... Oh, God, I don't have my fucking shit up, but there we go. Bad cops, bad cops! What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they beat the shit out of you? I don't have three videos tonight, which is a good thing because this section is always, always, always depressing. But let's just start it off with something that's gonna really make you mad. It's got 11 million views. Can't reform this, folks. She handcuffed, but she spoke back to the godman. You can't speak back to the godman. Yeah, she's like, I don't want to take my hat down. He's like, uh, yeah, you got to. She's like, and yeah, um, yeah, let's just slam her face right into the uh, hard floor, bust all her teeth out while she's handcuffed. Yeah, why not? Hmm. We're here to protect and serve you. We're the good guys. Yeah, give us huge pensions, folks. Don't defund us. We're the good guys. And once again, you can't reform this, folks. A black woman inadvertently drove into a protest scene. Philadelphia cops pulled her from a car and beat her in front of her toddler. America's largest police union then posted a photo of the boy and claimed his mother had abandoned him on the street. Yeah, this is what they posted. This lost child was wandering around barefoot during the violent riots in Philadelphia. The only thing this Philip police officer cared about was protecting this child. We are not the enemy. We are the thin blue line. We are the only thing standing between order and democracy. Order and anarchy. Well, then, no thanks. I prefer chaos and anarchy. If you're the only motherfucker standing in my way of it, fuck off. God damn ya. And last up on back cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A police officer. There you go. Make this bigger for you. A police chief offered milk and a sound system to an alt-right leader. Look how buddy-buddy they are. Yeah, they're not the enemy, are they? Look how offering they gave him a drink. So There you go. Even as he was defying their statue's open carry law. All right. Shaking his hand. Yeah. I know this. I support your right to free speech. Yeah. I don't care about the laws when you're doing it. 
That's what I want you to do. We have, we have to keep people safe. I want you to uphold the Constitution. I appreciate you conversation this morning. Uh, yeah, do you want them to uphold the Constitution when they're arresting peaceful protesters? No, you don't give a shit about that. You're all full of shit. Garbage humans! So, a cab, even if they were nice to me, because I'm white as shit. Fuck them! And, uh, I guess we got one more. Oh, yeah, this one's actually kind of uh, a little bit amusing. You don't see this very often, folks. Tides are turning. Just got 1.4 million views. The cops are running from the protesters for once. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Damn. They start, they start to run. Yeah, pick it up. Pick it up, Doughboys. Yeah, you might want to run from that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah people are sick of it, right? People are starting to... Uh, Fight back against yeah. the thugs that are attacking and torturing them. <laughs> Yo. Yo. So anyway, we'll end that on a happy Yo. note a little bit. Fuck the police, a cup. Yeah, bootlickers. All right, let's do a what the fuck section. I only have two what the fucks on the what the fuck section tonight, but uh, did you guys say this? Kim Kardashian got shit on heavily on the internet. For renting an entire island for her family. <sighs> These goddamn people are so tone deaf in the middle of a pandemic and some of the largest wealth inequality in the history of this country. 40 and feeling so humbled. Yeah, she's so humbled, isn't she? Don't you look humble? I'm so humbled to rent an entire private island for just my family. Oh, it's so humbling to do that. And blessed. There's not a single day that I take for granted, especially during these times when we are all reminded of the things that truly matter, you know, like uh, renting a fucking private island. So, yeah, people are sick of opulence. They're sick of these obscene displays of wealth, and she got uh, backlash pretty fucking heavily. And this girl put out a pretty funny video I thought, I got play, I thought I'd play for you guys. This is uh, Kim Kardashian's publish, publicist versus Kim Kardashian. Hey, Kim, I got a draft of the tweet you want to send. Did it make you jealous? Kind of. Perfect. I'll post it right away. No, don't post it at all. But then how will people know my life is better than theirs? Maybe we take a week or two off of reminding people how luxurious our life is. I acknowledge my privilege in it. I don't know who started the myth that acknowledging your privilege makes it any less cringeworthy to then show off your privilege, but it's gross. Wait. I can do whatever I want and stay rich, right? Well, yeah. So, I don't need you. I mean, if you want, like, an ethical viewpoint um, on how it looks... Patoo- You're fired. Wait, Kim. Bye! <laughs> Butler, I need a new phone. <laughs> yup. Hey, Nailed it. That's exactly what it's like. They don't give a shit. They got theirs. Who gives a fuck about your you? They just want to put it in your face how well and awesome their lives are while the rest of us fucking suffer. And let's go ahead and finish it up. One palette cleanser. I will do all this other stuff on Monday. It'll be here before you know it, folks. It's only a couple days away. Some cute motherfuckers to warm your heart. Look at this little showstopper. Superstar. That's what this little black dog is. He knows how to do a photo op. He's like, yeah. Oh, you want a hug? Okay, I give him both hugs. Yeah, put my face down. Yeah, take a picture. <laughs> so cute. God damn it, so stinking cute. I believe these are Border Collies. They're like the smartest dog. They have the intelligence of like a four-year-old. Love me some doggies. And that's all I'm going to do tonight, folks. I got to go take care of some ridiculous bullshit. (sighs) Heavy, heavy sigh. Let's finish it up by reading the Super Chats and then the other chat. Boom, boom, boom. 
Yep, Super Chats were low tonight, but that's because no one watched the show tonight. I only had a third of my usual audience. I'm assuming it's because they did not advertise my show to my subscribers. Because why would they? Why would they let people that subscribe to me know that I'm putting out videos like they do for everybody else? They wouldn't, I guess. <laughs> Stupid Dusty. <sighs> Ariel Fernandez, $2. Nope! Thank you, Ariel Fernandez. Appreciate that. Mark Stiford, $4.99. Thank you, Dusty. Hey, no problem. Thank you for supporting the show, Mark. Appreciate that. Max Carter, 99 Vote him out, 2020. I hope we do. You can do it, America. I believe in you. Bletchin, 499 Hey, Dusty, are you into epic rap battles of history? No. I'll tell you what I am into. There's this guy, he makes YouTube videos, and his name is, I don't, Leo Machiello or something like that. I don't know how you pronounce his fucking name, but look, dudes, he does covers of all my favorite songs. It's like he's taken every one of my favorite songs and made them better somehow. And here's the crazy part. It's all heavy metal, and I don't even like heavy metal. Yet this guy is my favorite musician of all time now. Sometime, somehow he's taken all my favorite songs. And he has redone them in a style of music I don't like, and I love him. My favorite dude in the fucking world at the moment. Leo Machio Will. I don't know how you pronounce his name, but dude's a fucking genius. He's like a, a foreigner. One of those foreigners from like Norway or some shit. They don't even speak English right. But that dude fucking rocks. Um, they just made a Trump-Biden rap. All right, I'll check that out. Thanks for keeping me in the loop about that. Might be worth covering watching back in the show. All right, I'll check that out. Leo DiCaprio. It's not Leo DiCaprio. That's not it. Fake Melania hanging out with fake Paul McCartney. I know. Isn't there an old conspiracy theory about Paul McCartney? If you listen to the albums backwards, he talks about dying or some shit. Uh, no, it's not Leo Da Vinci. No, it's not DiCaprio. It's something... You guys know what I'm talking about. Come on. You guys know that Leo heavy metal guy that does all the fucking covers of every song in the world. You know what I'm talking about? His videos where they dress up like a white rabbit and play the guitar. Yeah, there he is. Leo Maraccioli. That's who it is. Frog Leap Studios. Fuck yes. Frog Leap Studios. I tried to contact him and get permission to play his music on this show. I would love, but I, he didn't respond. But holy shit, that dude. I love that dude. I want to marry that dude in a totally non, but really super gay way. Um, all right. Max Carter, we got no food. No jobs. Our putts heads are falling off. Well, I'm sorry to hear about that. But agreed. Fucking Kim Kardashian. Pro $2. Did you see Cal retweet calling Bernie a loser? Uh, no, but I'm not surprised. Weasel. Max Carter 49. Did you see Rob Kardashian's creepy hologram Kanye bought for him? Uh, yes. I thought that I thought he made that for Kim Kardashian. But yes, I saw that. Uh, oh, you did see that. You said that. Yes, I saw the uh, hologram of Kim Kardashian's dad that they gave her for her birthday. And it was very creepy. Rich people got too much money. Danny Nerdick, I don't have much, but my mom taught me to share. I appreciate that, Danny Nerdick. You've been very good to me tonight. Hero! Danny Nerdick, I appreciate that. Um, Leo Micarola. Is that how you pronounce it? Micarola? Mm, that doesn't sound right, but I don't know. Um, and Lisa for True, take back our country! Trying to. Doing the best I can to speak out about it. The fuck, I had a flea on me. I will goddamn murder every flea in the universe. You fuck it up, motherfucker. Fuck around and find out. Uh, and Judy Bourne, last but not least, $5. Thank you, Judy Bourne. Very, very generous of you tonight. I sure appreciate it. And let me check the regular chat real quick. Before I end the show, let's check this other chat. What you guys saying in the other chat? Anything? Oh, uh, 
Wow, good typo. Frog League Studios? Yes, it is Frog League Studios. Love that shit. Man, fuck the police. Yes, agreed. Howard Stern? Yes, I was trying to think of Howard Stern. I couldn't think of his name. Been a long time since I watched me some Howard Stern. Been for fucking ever. I assume he's still around. All right. Uh, in the nightmare, vote Trump out, please. Tuesday, be here for you know it. God damn it. Hopefully this nightmare will finally be over. Get good on Leslie and hope things will be fine for you. Yeah, we'll see what the fuck happens. I don't know, dude. Just some crazy ass bullshit. Frustrating, but uh, that's life. Everybody has their own shit that they got to deal with. Everything's temporary. I will work it out and move past it. Mm, holiday weekend, love. Hell yeah. Night, Dusty. Love the show. Appreciate it. Thank you guys for joining me tonight. I'll be back on Monday. Just three days away. Be here before you know it. As always, please consider supporting me on Patreon. Patreon.com. First last podcast. Link in the description of the video. Dollar two a month. It all adds up. Also, links in the video where you send direct donations. You can send gifts from Amazon Wishlist to the animals. And my P.O. Box where you can send me whatever the fuck you want to. I will do another unboxing in a, in a week or two. It'll come before you know it. Love the shit out of you guys. Thank you for joining me tonight. Sorry there wasn't more of a crowd, but uh, I put gay porn in the title, and YouTube fucked me. So I saw it coming. Knew it was going to happen. What you got to do? It's not an even playing field. No, no reason to cry about it. Just deal with it and move on. I'll see you guys on Monday. I love the shit out of you guys. And as always, till next time, logic. Fuck yes. Good night, everybody. And this is the greatest show. Boom. Later, dudes.